Welcome to Big Red Talks with Dominic, Season 1, Episode 2, The Five Primary Drivers. Our guest today is Andre Saroff. Uh, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Uh, woke up feeling pretty good. I've had an awesome week so far. Mm. A couple things got in the way, like, you know, get my car cut and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, shit happens, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, but, you know, um, the week's still good. I'm not going to let one thing, you know, ruin the whole week or hurt my day or anything. Just uh, accepting it. Life goes on. Just yep. got to make it. Just gotta make it. How you Just gotta, gotta make, make the best out of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so give us a brief uh, background of yourself, Andre. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm Andre. I'm 22 years old. Um, born and raised in Carlsbad, California. Uh, you know, I did a lot of theater and um, and football, MMA throughout all of high school and wrestling too. Uh, that was a big part. Um, and I grew up. Uh, now I do a little bit of uh, influencing um, for certain events. Um, I sell solar uh, with a broker, and um, I do uh, teach personal development as well. What doesn't he do? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do a lot of do a lot of things. Sell timeshares now too. So yeah, just uh, kind of a man of many flavors. <laughs> that's that's what I respect about this dude. We we first linked, we first met in high school, and like. Mm -hmm. It was for partying, right? Not the best thing, but I feel like we formed a bond, you know, because energy is really important. So like we had that connection. We didn't know what it was at the time. And recently we reconnected. He was like, hey, bro, I want to get on your show. Let's do something together. So I was like, all right, let's try it. Mm -hmm. You know, like we're kind of figuring out more about what we're meant to do and how we're supposed to apply it. So what I want to ask him today is kind of his, his take on how to build healthy habits. And he has a really good uh, show for us. So let's get into it right away. It's funny too, because uh, we're talking about healthy habits, and this guy uh, is actually the guy who signed me up at my gym. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Small yeah. world, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. They don't need to know about me. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all you. It's all you. Um, so, okay, so our first question for our guest today is what is your view on fitness, health, and wealth in general? Perfect. So, um, yeah, it's a really good question. I mean, fitness, health, and wealth, they all uh, kind of connect with each other, they all tie in the sense of, um, where it takes with your mindset, uh, those certain aspects, and you know, it's it's all about all three of those things are about bettering yourself in some type of way. So whether you want to um, get better financially, whether it's you know making your company better, finding new sources of income, mm -hmm. or um, you know whether it's health and and fitness, that those pretty much tie to the same thing. And mm -hmm. it's you know. Um, just figuring out a way how to better your body. Maybe you want to lose weight and become more fit. Um, maybe it's just, you know, to, to attract more people or just feel healthy, more healthy every single day. Yeah, so you, so you mentioned how they're all interconnected. So for mm -hmm. you personally, where have you seen success with all three of those? Because I know you, you work out, you're, you're pretty wealthy, you know, or you, you make good money. So how do you tie all those things together and stay consistent? Yeah, so um, what it is, I noticed that all three of those things, they start off with um, one thing, and that's mindset. You yeah. can't, you know, you can't go to the gym um, if you don't have that mindset. You're not gonna wanna mm. put yourself out there financially and mm. you know learn more skills to acquire that you need to learn to make more money mm. if you don't have that mindset. So um, that mindset is probably the biggest part. It's the most important part. And there's a lot of things that I've learned with mindset. Um, and ever since I've started changing my mindset years ago, I've had the amazing mentors. Um, I'll put some out there like Jason Capital, um, David Bayer, 
Um, those are like my two biggest mentors, but then we also have people like Grant Cardone and mm. Tony Robbins that I love mm. listening to, Eric Thomas, you know, all those guys, and then a couple people that I have as mentors in a lot of the companies that I work with. Um, so yeah, a lot of those things, they all kind of led me to, um, the mindset kind of all led me to get to the life and like kind of the goals that I have now. Um, so yeah, pretty much uh, a lot of there's there's a lot of successful habits that I had to develop and learn. It's it's huge, man. Because like we talked about before this, you know, it's all about how you talk to yourself. So if you're like, I'm gonna have a shitty day, I don't want to go to the gym, I don't want to work, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for failure right off the bat. Millionaires don't tell themselves that that oh, it's gonna be a shitty day, I'm not gonna be good, I'm not gonna be productive. You, sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it, you know. And then uh-huh. eventually that'll manifest itself into you. Like I've been very transparent with my story, and I'm sure he's he's seen part of it about my depression and my anxiety. Those are things I've had to work on, not only addiction-wise, but mindset-wise. Like, yes, those things are still there, but it's how can you respond to them? How can you overcome them and live with it? Because those don't go away, you know? So like, I'm sure I'm sure you dealt with some of those to an extent. So like, what kind of mental health things have you ever uh, dealt um, with, you know? Well, I was definitely, when I was a kid, uh, definitely I was diagnosed with ADHD. Mm. I was always just super hyper and then sometimes I'd get in my head too much mm. and like, mm. I was always making trouble mm. and then being in trouble, seeing the results of that trouble obviously, you know, leads uh, you feeling like shit sometimes. You I, know, had, I had a feeling you were, you're, you're a hyper bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, like just getting getting myself in trouble all the time, being a class clown um, yeah. and then always getting sent to principal's office. Just things like that, you know, and then you start kind of down talking yourself, your results when they when they're not the results you want. Um, you know, all I was doing was thinking in my head, I, I just want to make some kid in class laugh. He looks like he's having a bad day. Mm. But then that would lead mm. to me, you know, kind of, kind of, you, you know, feel um, obligated almost to like, to like uh-huh. be, to be the life of the show or like, and to help people. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, just after you get sent to the principal's office and you get a call from your parents, all that stuff, you know, it's just like, it's just a snowball effect. Yeah. It's just a snowball. And it's just like, dang, all I wanted to do was make like, you know, put a smile on someone's face. Now I'm in trouble for it. So, um, you know, that obviously like that self-talk of like um your intentions are good but that self-talk in your head that voice in your head that monologue Mm -hmm. um just keeps telling you things sometimes where you're just oh you know i'm not good enough like uh, i'm a bad kid i'm Mm -hmm. a you know like um negative self-talk yeah yeah just negative self-talk and then you know over the years when you're when you're out of school and then you hit real life it uh work and you know you, you have to you have to deal with things like work paying the bills paying rent, a lot of things like that. So, um, that shit gets overwhelming. Though. Yeah, it gets overwhelming. And that self-talk definitely, uh, that negative self-talk talk, I've noticed everybody, mm-hmm. at least that's left high school starts to increase yes. um, a lot more because yes. you got a lot more things on your plate that you got to deal with. And it, it starts to become a life or death situation almost. If you can't pay your bills or mm-hmm. you can't pay for your groceries or anything, it's, it's a that's serious real. at stake. That's real shit, yeah. Yeah, so you have to definitely train your mind to um, get out of that negative self-talk. Because life's never going to get easier, uh-huh. you know, so you have to, re- <laughs> you, you, you kind of have to rein it in. Like you said, he has that that mental aptitude where I'm like, okay, maybe I, I'm trying to do something, but it's not being perceived the way I want, or there's negative re- repercussions, whatever it is, but life's never going to get easier as you get older. So you got to deal with that shit as early as possible. So then when real things start coming up, you know how to better handle it, whether it's work, whether it's getting your car towed, whatever it is, you know, like then you have a better, okay, this shit sucks, but I know that this happened for a reason. How am I going to learn from it? How am I going to be better next time? Uh You know, so that will kind of transition us into our next question, which will be, how have you personally found success 
um, implementing a successful strategy for building these healthy habits. Perfect, yeah, so I have a lot of, um, I've definitely got a lot of uh, different strategies that I use. And the first one I'm gonna talk about is, um, it's called Grandma's Rule. And what that is, uh, it's from Charlie Mungren. Um, he's Warren Buffett's partner and I learned this rule through Jason Capital. And uh, what that is, is, um, you know, grandma's rule is you gotta eat your carrots before you can eat dessert. Mm. Um, which means you gotta get all the important stuff done before, you know, you can, you know, enjoy yourself. Mm. So, um, for example, like, I would say, let's say you wanna have uh, you know, one of your favorite steak dinners or something like that. You just want to have a good, nice meal tonight. It's one of your favorite meals. And you know, after that meal, you want to go and watch your favorite movie and just have a chill, relaxed night. But you treat gotta, yourself. Yeah, yeah, you gotta treat, you gotta <laughs> treat, treat yourself. yourself. But the only way you can treat yourself is if you got, let's say you had a, uh, your, your day was, um, you had to go to the gym, mm. so you plan, you have to go for two hours mm. and you have to work a certain muscle group. Let's say it's your chest day or your leg day or, you know, whatever day it is. Um, and you have to go for at least two hours. And then after you go to the gym, let's say you have a college course you have to take, mm. or, um, you know, you have to reach out to certain customers or whatever it is, um, you know, you have to get all that stuff done and get it out of the way. And then once you've done everything that you need to do, then you can reward yourself. So now you can have your dinner, your favorite dinner. You can go watch your favorite movie and make sure that, you know, um, there's kind of like a prize and a reward. Because when there's a prize at the end, you're going to want to do the hard stuff first. And that's what I've realized. I've, I, we always come back to this word balance, you know, so like kind of from a spiritual aspect, I always say you want to be 90% consistent because as humans, we're flawed, you know, we're not going to be perfect. So we can't have that expectation on ourselves. So it's really about, like he said, doing the things that you need to do, whether it's doing your chores, whether it's reaching out to prospective clients, whether it's just going to the gym. And then at that point, you'll be able to treat yourself. For me personally, last year I had my personal training business during the pandemic. Long story short, I, I ended up having to uh, dissolve it. So now I'm working on rebranding myself. And I was telling him this today, Monday through Thursday, I go hard as hell. Sometimes Friday, depends how my week is, but my my strategy that works for me is I give myself the weekends off to let myself heal, to let myself rest, to let myself everything. Because if I go Monday through Sunday, yeah, that's a great entrepreneur dream, but you're gonna burn yourself out. Yeah. You know, burnout's a real thing. Yeah, and I definitely I definitely experienced that a lot over the pandemic, because um when the pandemic first hit, you know, everyone was, Oh, what am I gonna do for money and all this mm -hmm. stuff? And for mm -hmm. me, I was you know, doing solar. So my business wasn't shutting down and I was helping people, you know, save money. And um, you're still was, hustling. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. good, but I was burning myself out. I'm talking to working 10 hour days, 12 hour days sometimes. Wow. Yeah, a lot of sales, but at, the, yeah. at every time I went home, I couldn't think about anything other than just other than closing work. my eyes and falling asleep. Yep. It was just insane. Yep. So then that, that took uh, definitely, you know, you know, when you burn yourself out, you definitely make sacrifices that you didn't want to make, um, which is like, you know, when you're that tired, you don't, you can't go to the gym. Mm. You're just so burnt out from 10 hours. That's your whole day. That's your whole day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I couldn't go to the gym as much. Um, couldn't hang out with friends as much yep. just because I was so tired and burnt out all day. Social so life, that yeah. balance. Yeah. So finding that balance, um, you can find it anywhere. Mm. It's just, uh, yeah, you, you do have to look for it first. Well, cause, you know? cause uh, another big word is sacrifice, right? Sacrifice is okay. Like for me, it's like, 
I'm okay with sacrificing all those nights out that people go party and that people mm -hmm. go, you know, get drunk and whatever. Yeah. I like to have a good time, don't get me wrong, but it's it's having a balance and it's making sacrifices if you want to make that extra step, if you want to make an impact on society. Like, I know me and him both have that same mindset. That's why it's like a really good conversation having with him. So like, what kind of strategies we do is he's going to kind of explain his five not his, but the five primary drivers to building these successful habits. That's how we stay consistent. That's how we keep this balance and we're able to make sacrifices for the end goal. So if you can talk about those for us. Yeah, so the five primary drivers is a, um, it's a technique that I learned from David Baird. Um, to sum it up is it's your belief system and how that belief system is gonna affect your results in life. And so the first one is it starts off with your beliefs. Hmm. Um, your beliefs then dictate your thoughts and then your thoughts dictate your feelings and those feelings dictate your actions mm. and the actions that you take dictate the results that you get and it all comes back. So if we start off with number one beliefs and we have negative beliefs and you know, we have limiting beliefs and negative self-talk, oh, I can't do it. Oh, there's not enough time. Um, oh, I don't deserve it. Any of these things, um, any type of negative self-talk, then you're going to have negative thoughts. Those negative beliefs, when you believe something, you think about it. So you're going to have negative thoughts and those thoughts are going to be that you can't do it. And you're going to believe, you know, I, I don't have enough time. All these things and those thought, those beliefs that dictated those thoughts are going to turn into negative feelings. Mm. And those feelings, you're, you're going to feel, you know, lack of motivation. You're gonna feel anxiety or stress or depression or anything like that, um, just because you let yourself, you were controlling how you think, and that controls how you feel. And then after you have those negative feelings, the actions you're either not gonna take any actions, or you're gonna, you know, have bad actions. You're probably gonna do things just to kind of numb the pain. Mm. And then, um, and then those are gonna turn into results, and the results are you didn't get anything important that you were supposed to get done. Because, because it starts off with beliefs and it's then it turns into a circle. It's a spiral. Yeah. So if we figure out a way how we can change that first step, it'll change all the five steps. Mm. And the first step is you have to have positive beliefs. You need to start taking away limiting beliefs. So whether you believe you're not good enough, other people are better than you, you never win. Whatever it is, you need to start telling yourself, I am good enough. I do have enough time. I do win. I've won before. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm living today for a reason. Guess what? Some people are waking up today and they, their hearts stop beating. So the fact that you're alive right now means something. Mm. Um, you know, and then, the, the, and then, so once you start telling yourself good beliefs, then you start having good thoughts. You start thinking, okay, you know, maybe I can do it. You know, maybe I'm going to go out there and, and try today and, mm. um, you know, just that type of those thoughts start becoming more positive rather than the old, you know, negative self-talk and the negative thoughts. I couldn't do it. So then when you start putting negative, uh, I mean, sorry, positive thoughts in your brain from, from believing positive things, then your emotions start to be better. Mm. Start to be like, okay, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get stuff done. I feel good. Uh, I'm not going to talk myself down. The only person that can stop me is me and there's no way I'm letting myself do yeah. okay. And then once you have those awesome feelings, you start taking massive action. Mm. So when you feel good about things, when you want to, let's say, when you want to be competitive, 
and let's say you're going into a basketball game or a wrestling tournament or something, you're the competitor, and you have the mindset of, I gotta win, you're gonna have way better results than going in any game or anywhere. You probably, you'll know this from personal experience. Even if you anywhere, suck. <laughs> yeah, everywhere you go, yeah. if you go, I'm probably gonna lose, I'm probably not gonna win, I'm, and it's and I suck at this, your, your actions mm. all show it. Like people know losers as losers and people know winners as winners because of how they think. And you can see it in body language sometimes too, mm -hmm. definitely. And then after you start taking action, maybe it's, you know, you're gonna get better results and maybe they're not the perfect results that you want, but remember that you're living life and it all starts spiraling in a circle. So once you start producing better beliefs, better thoughts, and you have better feelings, those, those, that action is gonna constantly be better and better and better until you get the results that you want. And you know, it might not be a one step try because usually a lot of things never are if you wanna be good at something. You never just try it one time, right? You try it multiple and multiple times until you start getting better at it. You know, um, like painters, I'm pretty sure the first time they stepped on a canvas, mm -hmm. they definitely did not paint like Picasso. No. You know, <laughs> Picasso probably didn't even no. paint like Picasso until no. they started practicing. The first time yeah. I did a bicep curl was probably like this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. First time I did bicep yeah, curls, I was like, throwing my back into it. Throwing your back just, into it. This is yeah. all, all bad. You know, so um, yeah, definitely no one's perfect the first time, but once you start putting a, uh, action into it and those actions are driven by positive um, energy, and you're obviously gonna get way better results. And that works with everything. You can ask any millionaire that actually. Any millionaire, any billionaire, mm. if you know any, mm. uh, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can ask any successful person um, if you know if their beliefs are positive and, uh, and if their thoughts and their emotions yep. are positive and if they take action when that is. Because um, all your actions depend on your emotions. Every action that you do, every decision that you did that you make yeah comes from some emotions standing inside of you you know like when you're happy and you're excited you or you see something good on stage or a movie you clap yeah. Yeah. you know it's it's literally an action it's a decision that yeah. we're doing because we're feeling a certain way and mm. when when we're sad we tend to look down a lot we tend to talk down on ourselves yeah um we tend to shut each shut people out maybe watch TV or go to bed or whatever it is. You know, it's all correlated, it's all intertwined. Uh -huh. You know, you, you really do, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. So all five of those, like you said, it's just a continual spiral. So like, if you're gonna think negatively, it's gonna lead to your thoughts, it's gonna lead to your actions. Like you said, you're either gonna not take action or it's not gonna be mm -hmm. affirmative action. I like, to, I like to call it like that, affirmative action, because you're confident in what you're doing mm -hmm. and you do it with a purpose, right? And that's gonna, like you said, maybe not results right off the bat, but eventually it's going to reap the, the sows of your labor because you're doing it with the right intentions, with the right mindset, with the right habits. So eventually it might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, it might be in a year. That successful business that, you know, I want to be a bodybuilder, I want to be a star basketball player, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that takes time. It takes time and it's, it's okay. You just have to be patient. And the third big word I, I like to use is manifestation. Manifest test. Manifest that energy out into the universe and it will reward you. If, you, if you're gonna be negative, it's gonna be like, fuck you, you know? Yeah. It's, it's gonna say, yeah, I got you. Yeah, you literally, uh, you know, you put out what you, what you get what you put out. And yep. honestly, it's like, yep. it's like, um, I don't know who out there believes in karma. I definitely believe in karma. You know, when you mm. put out negative energy, if you swear at someone and they didn't deserve to get sweared at, 
that is a negative thing and they're probably gonna swear back at you because yeah. you put out bad energy so you get it back. Yeah, yeah. That's one way I like to look at how yeah. energy works. And if you compliment someone, they're probably gonna compliment you back or say, oh, thank you. And that's positive energy being put out yes. so you get it right back. Reciprocal. Um, and if there's no one around, if you start saying that to your, if you start just speaking out um, positive things, positive things are gonna come back to you. It's like that, it's like that self-thought. When you start thinking positive things, you're not speaking it towards anyone, you're speaking it towards yourself, so the energy comes back instantly. Mm. Um, so if you put out negative energy in your mind, it's gonna it's gonna, you know, show all over your body and it's gonna be bad. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. That's good stuff. Um, so we talked about, you know, your general view on fitness, wealth, and uh, health, and we talked about his five prim primary drivers. So now I got an interesting one, a unique one for him. So we're both, I think we're both the same age, 22, 23, right? Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm 22. Yeah, oh, we are the same age. Wow, oh, yeah, that's, we are that's, the same that's great. age. Okay, yeah. we are. So <laughs> so as, as you grow older, obviously you, you look back at yourself and you're like, okay, what could I have done differently? I wish I knew this, you know, four years ago. I know that, like, I know there's so many things I wish I had done when I was 18. So for Andre, knowing what you know now, what would be your advice for your 18 year old self four years ago? Yeah, so my 18-year-old self, oh, he was a he was a troubled kid for sure. He was a, definitely a little rebel. Uh, so if, if my 18-year-old self saw me, he'd probably listen. But if I were to just if I were a random guy up the street, he'd probably be like, nah. nah <laughs> but uh, but uh, let's see. Let's see what my 18-year-old hey, so hey, hey, me was an asshole too. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were all, I mean, 18's a rough age for sure. It, it is, it is. And like like I said, we both knew each other around that age too. Mm -hmm. So that's why I thought it was a relevant question because we were both partying and like we weren't really working. We weren't really influencing people. So like, I guess it's a good, it's a good insight to see like, what would we, what would we do now that we know what we know, you know? Mm -hmm. So another, uh, also another, successful habit that I've learned, um, you can do it in 15 seconds and it's called changing your state. Whenever you're in that state, whenever you're in a, um, a state of just, you, you have to, you have to kind of recognize it in yourself and you have to catch yourself when you're in a negative state. Mm. Um, but let's say you're about to speak on stage or let's just say you're about to go to work or you're about to make a sale, whatever it is. Um, and you just find yourself in a state where you're just like, oh, I don't want to do it. Mm. Like, I don't want to go out there today. Oh, I'd rather just stay home and, you know, watch Netflix, whatever it is. Um, there's a couple things that you can do. And I learned this from Jason Capital and, you know, this is what he does. He gets up, gets up. He says a couple things to himself. What I do is I say a couple things to myself too. I'll say, you know what? Never tell yourself you can't do it. Stop telling yourself that. You know you can do it. I'll say maybe three to five good things, then I go, <laughs> I just shake myself out. Yes, it's weird. It's a completely weird, but you just shake yourself out, shake out anything, you know, and literally it pumps up your blood pressure and you just start going, you just start like, Okay, it kind, right, of, right. it kind of brings Let's you go. back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. That's why people, um, you know, at the gym when they're about to do their heavy squat racks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah they have yeah. their buddy, yeah. you know, slap them on the back and yeah. do all that. It's stuff. that mind body connection. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's mind mind body and soul. You know, once you, because then your soul changes too. Your soul goes. Your soul starts uh, realizing its worth. Oh yeah, you oh know? yeah. Because you're like, oh, I'm I'm awake now. I'm awake now. I'm awake now. And then your mind's like, you know what? 
stop that stupid talk. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop telling yourself stuff. these these uh, lies, you know, because then you're lying to yourself when you when you say you can't do it. You're lying to yourself. Hundred percent. Um, and the worst person to lie to is yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 truth. Bro. Mm -hmm. It's like you really you really got to like t like teach yourself how to think that way, to think positively, because it's not easy. Like we're constantly battling our mind. Mm -hmm. Like I, I talk about this all the time, psychological trauma, no matter what it is, even if it's weed, nicotine, like cravings, like sweets, anything, anything can fuck up your, your mind. So you really got to literally dig in there, sit with it, and then tell yourself, hey, Dom, hey, Big Red, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to stand up and shake myself. I need to pound my chest before I go into my lip. Whatever it is, whatever works for you, everyone's different, but find something that'll reinforce those habits for you. Mm -hmm. So I think that's important. Yeah, because all the decisions you, you make um, and all the actions you take, you know, just like how they depend on your feelings, your state is that uh, it's how you are in that current moment. So when you're, you know, um, sad and you're not feeling good and you're lazy and all those things that's a certain state that you're in but are you a lazy person or are you a sad person mm -hmm. no that's not the person you are you know so um when you're in a good state when you're out you know having a good time with your friends whether you're partying or working out or or you know at a business seminar or networking whatever it is most of the time you're in a good state um and that doesn't technically mean you're you know you know you're in a happy state you're in a in a, in a good state, but that doesn't technically mean you're a happy person, mm. you know? So mm. that's just a, a state is just how you're feeling and who you kind of are in that. In that moment, in that for, moment. for a time period, mm -hmm. yes. Yeah, so that's that's just, you know, what state means. So when you figure out a way how you can change that state, whether it's wiggling yourself out or, you know, sometimes you have to stand in the mirror and tell yourself things, um, just tell yourself positive things, it can really make a huge change in your day. I know I sometimes, you know, before I go out and I have to go make a sale, I'll go in my bathroom, splash some water in my face. Sometimes I'll slap myself in the face a little bit. I'll, I'll wiggle myself Let's and go. I'll tell myself, you know, um, just like at least five positive things that I love about myself, mm. that I love about my life, or that I love about the day. Or I'll say all things. Positive you know? affirmations. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, positive so affirmations key. are a huge thing because sometimes it's hard to get your mind to make that switch. Sometimes your voice can actually do a lot. 100%. We're, we're, we're our own worst critic, but we're also our best cheerleaders. Yep, and so. we're also the, the masters of our own life. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you know, if, if your life is not where you want it to be, you actually have the ability to change that. Um, and if you don't believe me, you can actually see it from results from people in the world. You know, I know a lot of millionaires and billionaires uh, who were not born, um, you know, in their wealthy families, uh, but they, they, were able to, uh, they were able to create it because um, that's what they desired and that's what they wanted for their future generations to come. Mm -hmm. So they definitely knew that that was a secret of life, that it's just not, it's not just given to you for no reason. Mm -hmm. um, you have the actual power to shape it how you want it to be. I put on YouTube that this is not meant for children, so we don't care about cussing. So make the change and don't be a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> if my 18 year old self, uh, you know, was around and they saw me now and I got to, you know, just look at him, um, I'd, I'd be like, hey man, Andre, like this year's gonna be pretty rough for you. Um, but there's a couple of things we can do, you know, to, yeah. to make it a lot easier. And, um, and I would have definitely tried to be like, okay, I would have tried to teach him grandma's rule. That was probably the mm. biggest thing I would have needed to learn at 18. I was just doing whatever I wanted, yep. not thinking about the consequences. 
Um, you know, it was just it was just kind of not the best thing. Um, there's no, there no risk management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I learned yeah. how to better discipline myself yeah. by using grandma's rule yeah. um, and getting important stuff done. And then um, I would have taught myself the five primary drivers because 18, I know for a lot of people, um, is a very emotional state. You know, you, you're either moving out or you're going to college or, you know, you're just not with your parents anymore. Um, and so you the have, training wheels are taken off. Yeah, the yeah. training wheels of life yeah. are just taken off and you just got to start going. Yeah. Um, and you got to figure out things yourself. And that's when it becomes very emotional. Mm. So uh, if I kind of, you know, would have had better beliefs, um, a better belief system put in place, a better thought system, um, and knew how to recognize those, uh, I probably would have had a lot of better feelings and then those feelings would have, you know, had better actions and results. And so, you know, talking about the cap, it's, um, there's a, there's a rule called the law of the lid. I forget which author um, talks about it, but it's called the law of the lid. And what that is, is, uh, you know, everybody, a lot of people, they have this lid that they put on themselves. When they start pouring their cup of water, um, this is just a metaphor, you know, and they put a lid on it, it can't, it can't go past that lid. Mm. And so, you know, when you become this endless source and you never stop learning and you stop putting a cap on things, you're going to be abundant. You're going to have more abundance in your life. Um, you know, when you stop learning, you stop getting smarter because you're not putting any more like good stuff into your brain. You're not learning things. So you literally just don't get any smarter. If you're not so, learning, you're dying. Uh-huh. You're dying. Yeah. So um, you're always, you always got to be learning. Um, whether you're a boss or an entrepreneur or a CEO, whatever you are, you're always going to have to be a student if you want anything to be successful. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, because life is literally lessons that need to be learned. And when you stop learning lessons, you start suffering the consequences. So that's, uh, that's one of the biggest things. Always being a student, you know, people think leaders are someone that's in charge, someone that is cracking the whip, you know, someone that is, oh, look at me, look at me, look how awesome I am. Yeah, they think that they're, you know, they think that leaders know everything. Yep. And uh, that's not how it is. It's no, it's not. <laughs> no, you you, you got to be selfless. You got to be humble. You got to check your ego at the door. You know, there's there's a time and place for that. But at the same time, your main job, your main role, your main function is to develop other leaders. And like you said, to keep learning, to keep growing and evolving as a human being from from every aspect, from spiritual, emotional, mental, physical, you know, always bettering yourself, always reinforcing those healthy habits, those primary drivers we talked about and just learning over time, you know, like obviously we wish we could have done things differently, but something he posted today on his story was it's never too late. It's never too late. You could be 20, you could be 30, you could be 40. I know people that are 30 that aren't even married yet and don't even have like a relationship. So times have changed. Times have changed. You don't have to be 25 and married and have one single kid. It's not, it's not like that anymore. So it's never, it's never too late. Um, and you know, just, just keep going with what you're doing and you're going to make it. You just got to reinforce that mindset and you'll be good. Yeah. And always, always one of the biggest things I'd say, you know, um, for, for positive self-talk and one thing I always try to have people remember, <laughs> one thing I'd say for uh, positive self-talk and one thing that I always have tr uh, people try to remember so that they don't forget their worth is that, you know, if you look at science and everything, um, in life and However you want to look at what I'm about to say, if you want to look at it religiously, spiritually, or scientifically, or just factually, um, is that, you know, whoever created you, um, you know, let's say the, the laws of nature, a mom and a dad, right? A male and a female. 
you know, out of the trillions of sperms that, you know, yeah. came out of him and, and that were produced, um, and out of the millions of eggs that that, that female had or your mother, mm. um, you know, out of all the, the possibilities that could have been you, out of the trillions and trillions and trillions, you know, there's a one out of a 400 trillion chance that you're alive. Mm. Um, and that's just being born. Wow. So the, the amount of, the amount of like chances you have of even being alive and being born and being you is very, very slim. And then the fact that you've survived every single day and are still alive here today, when you could have done something or died any other day or something bad could have happened to you, um, you know, you're still here alive today. And that just like, when, when I realized that I was like, holy moly. And I was like, that must mean I'm here for something. Mm. And it does mean you're here for something because those slim chances don't happen out of nowhere. You know? Um, yeah. Um, every day is a blessing. You know, like I've said a million times, I'm not here to convert anyone, but most of the people on my show and me personally, we do believe that God is good. You know, we're here for a reason. We all mess up, but we're made imperfect beings. So it's, it's important to remember that, you know, no matter what stage of life you are, what religion you believe in, what spirituality aspect you have in your life, we're, we'll be talking about that more in future seasons, but we just want to plant seeds. We just want to instill healthy mindsets, healthy thinking, because again, we're not trying to convert anyone to anything, right? We're just sharing our perspectives, sharing our insights, because it's always good to talk to different people, right? We're not discriminating, we're not segregating, we're not doing none of that. So, yeah. and, and that's that's just me and Andre's view, it could be different for anyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's always good to just have that, you know, not, like it's always that, that good to have that spiritual side, not not uh, technically like religious or anything like mm -hmm. that, but it's always good to have just that spiritual um, side of, of your self-worth, of your mission that you're supposed to accomplish on earth what you're here to do and you know the people that you can affect positively and positively impact it's always good to have that connection with you um and if you start losing it and you start losing your why mm -hmm. it, it definitely affects your how and everything else because mm -hmm. that, that's what i talked about in my first episode when i was solos it's like how can we you know overcome these addictions overcome depression overcome anxiety whatever it is it's finding that inner peace so we're not we're not saying believe in god because he's great don't you know invest into spiritual aspects because we like it you know, no that's what creates the foundation for everything in your life whether it's you whether it's your relationships whether it's your career if you don't like what you're doing if you don't know your why if you're just going around you know aimlessly every day that shit sucks bro you're you're you're, you're dying to live rather than living to die because we believe that there's eternal life, mm -hmm. you know? So if you're dying to live, bro, like it's, it's so depressing and I've been there, I've been there, but then I found my faith and I found why I'm supposed to be here. And that's the most life-changing shit ever. I almost killed myself one time. Mm -hmm. You know, that shit's real, suicide's real. Yeah, it is. It's very it real. Is. And you know, it's it's kind of crazy because a lot of the successful people that I've talked to and that, I, that I've worked with have had that experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, when you're down at a tough point in life, um, you know, I think tough people are made from tough situations. Mm. Tough situations create tough people. And the really, there's two people, there's only one person that comes out of a tough situation and that's a tough person, mm. or they're gonna let that situation eat them up and that's gonna be their life. Destroy them. So yeah. yeah, tough decisions and tough times make tough people. Always remember that adversity shows a man who they really are. Mm. Uh, so yeah, if you're going through a tough time, just know that it's not life just giving you shit. You're gonna have to go through that tough time because at the end, 
there's always a huge reward. Um, when you go through that tough time and you dig yourself out of it, you just start seeing great things come out of you. I know that this week had been an amazing week for me so far. Actually, the past two weeks have just been amazingly perfect days. And yeah, there's a couple things that, you know, didn't go the way I, I planned, but you know, um, it came from, you know, just definitely three weeks of definitely really, really tough days. Mm. Um, you know, I didn't feel the best all those days. I was, I was still, you know, giving myself that positive self-talk um, and never, you know, trying to limit all the limiting beliefs that I had. But, you know, for sure, over the past two weeks, going over those trials and tribulations and going over just everything that I was dealing with, um, you know, definitely put me in a better place. It made my mindset go and shoot out and look out for more opportunities, um, reaching out for better things. Um, you know, just amazing things start coming into your life when you overcome the negative and start looking for the positive. Mm. So, mm. yeah. No matter what you believe in, energy is real. Mm. The last couple of weeks have been weird, as he attested to. Like, I haven't been sleeping good. I've been, you know, lethargic. Like, weird things have been coming up. Not that I'm, you know, depressed or anything. It's just, like, weird how I'll text somebody, like, hey, did you not sleep good last night either? Oh, yeah, I did it. Oh, are you tired today, too? Oh, yeah, I was. Mm -hmm. It's not fake shit. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Like, <laughs> the, the universe works in weird ways, like, whether you fully believe that or not. So I think it's, it's important to tune into that. Uh, we're kind of over our time limit, but this was a really good enriching talk between me and Andre. I'm sure he'll be on again in the future. We'll be doing different topics like financial success, spirituality, all things that he'll be able to talk about. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll, we'll, development, yeah, personal like development. I'm sure we'll see his face again. So uh, with that, thank you so much for coming on today, Andre. We appreciate you. Of course. Appreciate you too. Yeah, and I appreciate everybody for tuning in to this week's episode. We will see you guys next week for episode three, Name to be Determined. We'll come at you guys next week.